always, always, always as warriors of truth, always exposing the liars, expose the liars. The liars have been running the show. We have to stop them in their tracks. The truth must be told. More truth. Keep truthing. This is... All right, welcome to another episode of Manifest Truth Destiny. Today I have Santos Bonacci. Thank you, sir, for taking your time, your energy to connect with me. And uh, I appreciate it. For over 30 years, Santos has been studying the ancient art uh, works, researching, compiling, and translating the texts to produce an easier to understand compendium of astral astro theology. He then peeled back the layers of syncretism and discovered it shows how all the ancient legendary stories, myths, Bibles, fairy tales, etc., all have one simple common origin. And he's here today to share with us his journey. Thank you, Santos. You are shining light in what's happening in the world right now. Um, you were actually one of the first ones to introduce me to just the difference between common law with maritime law and the straw man uh, situation that we're all, we've all been born into. So I, I want to know more about you. I love getting to know the interviewees and their, and their journeys to this point. So tell me about your journey. Like what got you to this point? What was your red pill moment that shifted you from this matrix? Uh, well, I would say I was mostly semi-awakened, even though I was Jehovah's Witness for, say, 25 years from... 1981 to 2007. So, uh, yeah, that was a good, good long time. And, but I was semi-awakened, for instance, I didn't have my son vaccinated 28 years ago when he was born because uh, my mother also stopped a lot of the vaccinations that they were giving us as back then in my generation. I think I, I got a few but then my mother realized that they were harmful and she stopped. So from her, I've had this semi-awakening of, uh, I guess, not being able to uh, trust in governments and um, entities like this. It's Babylon the Great, I was Jehovah's Witness, so I was always on the guard for Babylon the Great and Armageddon and the Great Tribulation. Um, so it's always, it's always been a part of me ever since I was a little boy because I was raised a witness and then in my teenage years, I just did, I rejected it and then, and then came back because I wanted to serve God, I wanted to um, I want to do the right thing and I wanted to be saved, etc. So uh, I didn't, the world didn't fulfil me. It had nothing, I knew it was empty. But um, little did I realize I was actually going back to uh, a spiritually empty uh, organization where you pretend to be spiritual, where you pretend to go through those motions and you pretend to be someone you are not. Uh, it's not that you're not a nice guy. Yes, you are. But you, in a way, you are a hypocrite because you're, you're acting out being a Christian. You're, it's all to please other men's eyes, not not 
pleasing to the heavens, you know. Ego, right? We're just like playing each other's ego. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go through that, obviously. I had to be deceived like Pinocchio. I had to be waylaid. I had to be. Some people avoid churches from birth because in past lives they've gone through this. They know to avoid them. Uh, well, as for me, I had to go through the fiction to get to um, the facts, to get to the truth or, or what I call truth. So from the truth came truth. Conditioned truth will always be a lie or can be manipulated to be a lie, I should say. Whereas truth is just truth. It stand on, stands on on its own. It doesn't need the article. It doesn't need to be presented. Um, uh, it, it's, it has no other principles. It is the first and only principle. So um, many people have to go through the mire to wake up. Others are born awakened. And I, I was deceived. So I'm not saying that was bad and that I have any regrets, but um, I just know what it, what it is like to be deceived and to be awakened. I know the difference. So there's a really big, big, big difference where you, you use your own mind mm -hmm. rather than belong to a herd mind. It's good to be community-minded, as they say, but it doesn't mean that you are now um, following the crowd. Hmm. There, there is a difference there, echo chamber versus community. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, did, was that awareness why you left in, in you said it was 2001, right? Yeah, uh, 2005 was the last time I went to a meeting, and then 2007 was it was when I really woke. Uh, I read a book about the Rothschilds and the power that they have over the world, and then that led to another book, which led to another, and then I was uh, pretty much reading a book a day and made a lot of money for Amazon for four years. And then I started my YouTube channel because I realized with, with all that four years of reading and research, all the, 20, all the prior years of research that I've been doing since 82, 81, 82, with um, Emmanuel Velikovsky, Reen Norbergen, Alexander Hislop, Isaac Asimov, and all of these guys, especially Velikovsky, um, and many, many other works in between and study and just paying attention in general. I, with, with, with those four years of penetrating really, really deep, deep, deep research, I was able to come up with what I present in my YouTube channel in 2011 when I started called The Sam Best Method. So um, I still use that method. I used to use Copernican um, model, uh, the, the Copernican model to explain it, but it was always based on the Ptolemaic model. I never did deviate from that from, from the beginning. It was always the earth at the bottom and I always portrayed, then there was the moon, then Mercury, then Venus, Sun, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, firmament, 
crystalline waters and primum mobula. You can see this from the very, very, very first videos that I've ever done. So I was already uh, including the flat earth there, the, the true cosmology. The Ptolemaic model was in all of my presentations, bar none. Then all I did was switched over in uh, early 2015. And um, so, Evidence of this, the uh, earliest evidence I can provide of me becoming a um, flat earther, which I can prove, is uh, 22nd of July 2015 with uh, Greg Carlwood and the Highside Chats, 20, 22nd of July. I um, did a presentation there and the month following I went to jail here in Australia, um, back in Australia. And so the lie was born because when I came back out, then I, then I went really hard with the flat earth because I had a lot of time in jail to think about how serious of a truth this one, this psyop of the globe has to be busted. And, and when I get out of jail and I recover, after that, I'm just going to go hard, hard, hard posting on the flat earth because I knew it. I knew it was. I knew the earth was stationary. I just, I just knew it. And there I was way before I went to jail, all through 2017, uh, sorry, 2015, um, I'm going to uncover the other evidence as well where I can prove that I was teaching the flat earth cosmology, stationary earth. So I'm really, really excited in the last couple of weeks that I've un uncovered that video, that uh, interview and was able to pretty much um, shame, I would say, uh, all the hundreds of thousands of times I've seen the people say that I, I struck a deal uh, with the government in jail to get out um, early and um, and I would teach the Flat Earth PSYOP, which, of course, <laughs> I came out teaching that the GLOBE is yeah. the Jesuit Copernican PSYOP and I, now, because I am a truther, I'm teaching the true model, <laughs> which I've always... Uh, done, but didn't use the correct uh, uh, explanations. Mm. So uh, I was really uh, um, very well satisfied with uh, this last couple of weeks having that off my shoulders because um, everyone that has ever um, accused me of this and perpetrated that lie, suggested it or implied it, remember that on Judgment Day your accuser will be standing next to you. So. I imagine I will see a lot of apologies from a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people, because you don't want me stand. No, you don't want me standing next to you on Judgment Day when you've been telling lies about me. You really don't want me to be standing next to you. You want to get rid of me now. I and love this. Uh, so, so that was your. So, what I'm hearing is that uh, the flat Earth uh, concept was your first step into speaking out about everything that you had researched up until this point to that point would you say that that's like the the ultimate ultimate conspiracy that they have suppressed and is are, that are lying to us above all all other conspiracies it is and it's other half which must also be included it's other half the ether which has suddenly disappeared from all of our um 
technological and scientific knowledge base since Einstein, the Jesuit, said it doesn't exist. So everybody said, right, well, there's no such thing as the ether. But they still use the word quintessential, mm. which means the fifth essence, the fifth element, because the four frequencies of solid, liquid, gas and plasma, earth, water, air and fire in platonic, the thumb gets to be the ether. That's why you give people the thumbs up. That's the ether. That's the fifth element. That's why in Kabbalah, you see the ethers on top. Then you've got Kether. And at the bottom, you have Eartha, Ether and Eartha, Malkuth. There's your Kabbalistic tree. There's the ten Sephiroth. There's the man manipulating, managing, maneuvering, I love it. I love, I love, you know what I love about you is that you are a master at deciphering language and you've, and you've, in everything that I've seen you, you're so careful with the words you use because that is power. You're actually letting power out of your mouth. So you're, you're very careful with that. I love that about you. I love that because you're right. I mean, that, how have they, how have we gotten to this point other than the manipulation of language, right? And how we understand words. Um, it's, it's what I would call, um, see, we have two, two things going, going on that are not good. We have amnesia and we have dyslexia. Babylon, yeah, Babylon, when the languages were confused in Babylon, what happens was what happened was we were we were only speaking the one language. It was atomic. Everything is atomic. All is atom, and that's why we have we study etymology called etymology. It's the same word. So, etymology, the language we once spoke. What happens is words mix. You know, words get mixed with cultures, races, and frequencies of peoples when states of consciousness falls and only when states of consciousness falls. So what happens is, as you would get, say, sister languages, you get what happens is uh, like a dyslexia. So, for instance, in Italian, buongiorno, uh, good morning, in French becomes bonjour, and then in Portuguese, bon dia. Uh, but, but you can see from Italian to French, bon, buongiorno, bonjour, giorno, jour. So what you, when you, Alexander Hislop in, in 82, when I first read The Two Babylons, that's when, I, that's when I realized that language was the key to understanding everything because language is electromagnetic. Mm. The sounds we make are electromagnetic. So... Atomology has always been dear to my heart. And what you'll find is that all words come from atom. And atom is an atom, and an atom is a torus field. And inside a torus field is a hyperbola. Bol, bola, <laughs> is the holy bale. Hyperbolas, those hourglass, the hourglass inside the torus field, and in the center is zero point or counter space. From the hyperbola comes redshift, blue shift. The 
the god of this world, Brahma, the demiurge, the um, demiurgus, the um, the demigods, and so. But that hyperbola that becomes when you take when you remove bala. So in Hindu they call it Mahabali, but in Greek it's Iperbola, Hyperbola. He is the main character and the main word of all words in the universe. This is why many words in English end in bull. Mm. Horrible, table, stable, capable, reliable, responsible, able. And many words end in tor, creator, actor, distributor, etc. Because there's only Taurus fields and bulls, Tauruses and bulls, red shift and blue shift. This is amazing. Um, is this, is the, in, in discovering that that was the key to breaking down this reality or, or deciphering this reality, right? Because I, that, I also think that has to do with like all the old literature, like the Bible being mis you know, misrepresented or misinterpreted because we don't understand those words enough. Um, would you say that that's where it led you to coming up with this, the uh, syncretism, like knowing the, the connection of everything was when you broke that down, that language? Yeah, yeah. By paying attention and wanting to know and really, really earnestly wanting to know the truth hmm. or rather truth and doing the homework, you know, doing the research. And you get rewarded. But I was always this way inclined because I was born bilingual and born uh, into a, well, I was baptized Catholic, but my mother um, became a Jehovah's Witness when I was four or five. So I remember in my early days being a very, very little boy, loving the Bible and the, and the Bible storybooks that mum would read and and some of the, um, the brothers would come and, and teach us. And at the meetings, we would learn about um, you know, all the Bible characters and Goliath and David. And Armageddon's coming and God's paradise will be here soon. And all of this uh, has always been a part of me. So, And then music, of course. Mu uh, I've been a professional musician most of my life. So um music languages love of the stars i've always been able to locate the constellations um so all that combined is is kind of what got you to this place yeah 40 years of research 40 years of paying attention alexander he slopped 40 years ago with the two babylons that really made me a scholar that made me I considered myself to be, I always prided myself. I didn't say I was a scholar, but I knew I was. And I knew that um, my path was going to be theologically, scientifically, philosophical forever and mystical. I knew, I just knew that. So obviously I walked away from the witnesses as my consciousness and knowledge expanded and grew. So it was a natural, it was going to happen. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it happens to everyone. They wake up. So, um, the 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 best the best thing that I can really say that I've contributed to with all of the greats like the Neoplatonists, Porphyry being my favourite, and Iamblichus, uh, Plotinus, Plato himself, Pythagoras, and all the great 
um, hermetic scholars. So the hermetists were the ones that were always saying, all is atum. That was their motto. Uh, that was from Hermes. So that got me thinking one day, it was in 2013, uh, 2014, it was in my mother's, my mother's backyard. I was reading um, Alvin Boyd Kuhn's um, Esoteric Alphabet book, and there he said that atom means indivisible. Mm. And that's where my journey began with the all is atum ever since 2014. Every, everything for me has been based everything I perceive and all the windows open through that key because I've understood that Atum means one. That's why we say one. That's the end of Atum when you realise that M and N are interchangeable. So it becomes Aton and On, O-N, is one with an E on the end of it. So one comes from Atum. But when you take the A away from Tom, you have Thomas, which means twin. So oh. A, that A is called A privative or privative. It, it takes away or privates the word that follows of its true meaning. For instance, theist and atheist. So atom the is a word. Atom is a very clever word, which backwards means math. You see, it's a mathematical universe. M-A-T, atom, math, is in the word atom. Yeah. And also mind is M-I-N-D, because remember, T and D are interchangeable, as are M and N. So all of these words are the same word, as in DNA, Dan, and and. Mm. And gives you so DNA is all torus fields. Your DNA is your anatomy is all atoms, which are torus fields, which is DNA, which is Dan, which is Adan, which in Spanish means Adam, and Adam is atom. So Dan, the lost tribe of Dan, that's us when we reincarnate as Danites. <laughs> um, and we become the Danai of the Irish or of the Greek, of the Hellenes, the Danai, you know. Um, so Dan, this goes back to Adonis, Dennis, Dionysius, Thomas, Tammuz, Domus, Dominus, the Lord. Here it's Ton, Tonatio in Mexico and his consort Tonansin but all is a ton, it's the atomists, it's the satanists. But when you understand that this word Dan then becomes and, which becomes Andros, Andrew, the man, then you begin to understand how important this word is and how important words are because everything is made, as the Jews say, by... The alphabet, mm. because letters are qualities, numbers are quantities. Mm. So it's a quantities and a qualities universe, numbers and letters. It's called um, geometria. Geometry, funnily enough, sounds like 
geomatria, which means the science of connecting the letters with the numbers and giving them the same attributions or the same um, qualities and and etc. So A is always one. Yeah, B, I've always I, I've recently gotten more in. Um, uh, uh, more information around gematria just because of last year. Uh, I saw a lot of that going around based on what was happening in mainstream media and people will be like, Oh, look at this. It, 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 uh, Dr. Fauci's name combines with this thing and the, the, they're the same numbers. So what, what, what's the, what's the mechanism to that? Like, why, why does that matter that the, that two words have the same number or vice versa? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, it's 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 very very powerful. It's when you understand that the letters are gods unto themselves, um, you will understand all things. I'll explain this. So, first of all, we start with um, A C D uh, A C A A B C D, which is broken down to abracadabra. Then, in the middle of the alphabet, the letter M right in the middle of the alphabet, M, the 13th letter. And then the 20th letter happens to be the letter T. And beside M is L and N, which is L-M-N, elements, elementary or lumen, which means light. Then, Toward the end of the alphabet, all alphabets, you have Q-R-S-T-U. That spells crystal. In the runes, they also have 26 uh, uh, runes, which are exactly the same as the English alphabet, and they also have Q-R-S-T-U in that order in their alphabet. And the, the Hebrews have Kaf, Resh, Shin, and Tav, Christ, with Tav, the T being the 22nd letter. Two and two is four. Four is the number of death. So you see T always happens to be four or two. So they have a resonance. That's why T and D are interchangeable because D is the fourth letter, but 22 or T is 22. I just, it just clicked. Wow. So you see how you must understand now this connection between numbers and letters. L and R are the two most important interchangeables. They are called the liquids of creation. The letter R is erotic. It's called the rhotic liquid. The L is called lateral, the lateral liquid, because it comes from the sides. The rhotic is the only letter in that universe that pulsates. It's the 18th letter of the alphabet, 666, and has the root radiation, Ra, in it because it radiates. <laughs> You're blowing my mind. <laughs> the L is gravitation. It's the 12th letter. Berserk L, 12, mm -hmm. L, Psych L, oh. so you always land in a wave, you always end at an L, 
the number 12. That's why there are 66 books in the Bible, you see, and why there are 12 disciples that Jesus uh, runs around the countryside uh, with. And Jacob has 12 sons and Israel has 12 tribes and the, and the temple have, has 12 pillars and the, the bread table has 12 loaves of bread on it. And the um, copper bronze um, Taurian pool has 12 bulls carrying it. And the ephod of the Jewish high priest has 12 precious stones on it. And this is why Josephus said that all the 12s in the Bible belonged to the same school as the Greek zodiac. So, so you started connecting, you started, because I guess because of Dramatra, you started seeing the similarities in the religions and how they're all based off of that, it looks like. They're all the same. They're all speaking about the twelveness of electromagnetism, mag, uh, which they are ahead of their times because they don't they don't realize that they're teaching electromagnetism under the guise of theology and astrotheology, and they're they're preserving it for the day of the awakening when people realize that everything is just electromagnetic waves. Oh, whoa, whoa. So, so you're saying that religions were preserving us for this moment? Preserving knowledge, esoteric knowledge. To them, okay. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Right. Through the stories and through the, through the mechanisms that they've, that keep people in that religion. <laughs> yeah. That's why Samson, the small son, kills, or rather, yeah, kills 30 Philistines. And, and why Judas betrays Jesus for 30. Uh, silver coins or whatever, denarii or whatever, because it's the 30 degrees that the sun, Samson, Shimshen, the little sun in Hebrew, goes through every sign. See, when he, sl when he slays the ram as Abraham slays, slayed the ram in the thicket, he is in the sign of Aries. When he is um, Mithras slaying the bull or um, Jupiter uh, on the bull, that's when the sun is in Taurus. When Samson is killing the lion, that's when Samson is going through Leo. Oh, this is amazing. I, I, it makes sense now. I, you know, I've heard of, I've heard this before. Um, another one is like uh, during the solstice, right? That's that's Christ dying, and then it go, and then it goes into that sideways for three days, and then it starts to go back up after the third day. This is in uh, in December, right? Yeah. December twenty third yeah. through the twenty sixth. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's the sun going through, like Jason does his 12 voyages. Jason, which is none other than um, hiding in the calendar, um, July, August, September, October, November. Oh my, spells, that is Jason, it does. <laughs> spells Jason. So Jason in his Argonauts, the Argonauts, Argo or Argus, is in Cancer at the top, at the top of um, the ecliptic in, on June the twenty-first, where the, the Jews have the month Tammuz, Cancer, and the sun begins to wane, and it's July, August, September, October, November. Jason and his Argonauts waning and going to find the what the Golden Fleece in Aries. 
and they're looking for the golden fleece. That's Jason is Jehovah's son, the son of Jah. Jesus, the Christ, is Jah's son. Jason, Samson, the little son, Johnson, which means the son of John or Jah or Jupiter, uh, Peterson, the son of Jupiter, etc., etc. Um, <laughs> so this is um, this is amazing. So you know, it feels as though like I, I that most religions created these stories to preserve this natural. Uh, I don't want to call it a religion. It's like it's a universal law, right? It's just like how the universe works. And we've preserved it for this long. Um, do you believe that Jesus was a real person? Or do you think that it was just part of that story to explain these universal laws? Because I have I have my own perspective, but I'm, I'm curious on what you think. Well, it depends what you mean by real. Um, uh... I guess because of this, look, I, I have my own journey. I grew up Pentecostal Christian and in my own pursuit of universal truths and just wanting to know what is the fuck is going on in this reality. I want to know the truth. I separated myself from the church, started reading, started opening my mind to allow anything to come in as a possibility. And then I found myself circling back to, oh, it's about love. It's about connection. And, and when you review, you know, everything that Jesus said specifically, it's in alignment. I'm like, oh, this guy knew what he was talking about. He really did know that it was, you know, you have to really use critical thinking when you're reading his words specifically, but it made me feel like, oh, this, this was a normal dude who unlocked all the, the, the codes <laughs> and uh, became, had superpowers <laughs> and just was able to heal people and do all these actions because he unlocked that within himself, the power within himself. That's my perspective. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Many, there are many possibilities with the reality of Jesus. Definitely Jesus is a reality. Um, uh, but on the same level, so is Krishna, so is Santa Claus. Um, they are in history, but they are not necessarily historical. So Have, Jesus, they've been idolized. They've been like put up as gods, uh, but well, doesn't mean that they actually were. Yeah. Well, clearly, clearly Jesus is, is the son. It's an anthropomism of the son, but it relates to, to men as well, because we are sons of God. So we are sons. We literally are sons. Our heart is pulsating like does the sun. So we are sons of God, S-U-Ns. So um, when you self-realize, you realize that Jesus was in you, as Colossians says in chapter 1, verse 27, that Christ in you. See, Christ, um, in Matthew 23, Jesus speaks of Christ in the third person. He says, do not be calling anyone teacher here on this earth, for one is your teacher the Christ. So why would Jesus be referring to Christ in the third person? Well, because obviously Jesus and Christ are two different things. Jesus is the man you are when you become awakened and, and, and christened, and then you become a Christ Jesus, which is the correct version. You, you become an enlightened Jesus. So you become an enlightened Adamite or an... Um, uh, son of Adam, of atoms. When the words, when the scriptures say the word was made flesh, it's not talking about one flesh, that it became one man. It, it's 
saying that sonoluminescence, sound, made what is matter, material, flesh. Flesh is matter. So the word made flesh means that the spirit of God is in all flesh. It's in all matter. It's spiritual and it's material at the same time. Only we see it as material because our consciousness is that, that vibration. But the electromagnetic spectrum uh, is controlling all of our senses. Once we meditate and learn how to um, um, release yourself from that electromagnetic spectrum, then you're able to go into the mystical planes. You see, then you are able to um, become a Christ Jesus. That's what I've heard. Um, another way I've heard say it was uh, it's, a, it's about embodying Christ consciousness. And so you become aware of yourself in this body, and then you have to let go of yourself as yourself, as I, and and then and then that's when you start to embody Christ consciousness, and then and then the next step is becoming a god. That's what I've that's what I've heard. Um, you know, having the power within yourself to do godly things, but then that's a whole other <laughs> triggering yes. subject for Christians. <laughs> you, be, you become a Buddha. So Buddha means body. And Buddha sits under a tree. The tree is rooted in the uh, lumbar of your spine. Lumbar means tree. And your torso is a torus. So blue shift energy is turning left, turning gravity, uh, centripetal and convergent in your fontanelle at the top of your head. And it is then radiating outwardly uh, redshift at the bottom red chakra the perineum right turning and you have a field that is being created and produced by your heartbeat a magnetic uh, pulse which generates vibrations and makes your electrical body so um, this tree this tori or torso torus that you sit under and uh, when you sit on your lumbar um, that is the arbor or the um, arbol, which bowl is the hyperbola in the middle of the garden, which is the arbol in Spanish is tree. So bowl, uh, again, is referring to that tree that is the root of every atom. It's the mm. hyperbola. And the proton is nothing other than redshift, and the electron is nothing other than blue shift. And that's all you have. And that's the only form that exists. The torus, the bull. The torus, the bull. Red shift, blue shift. Red bull, blue bull. Red blood, blue blood. Red shift, blue shift. Uh, roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> Republicans are red, Democrats are blue. I love uh, that. Red, red for little girls, blue for little boys. Um, red so it's a representation of duality at that point. Right. Yeah. Because the torso knows it. You have your blue chakra at the top of the torso, your red chakra at the bottom of the torso. The rainbow knows it. Blue is at one end. Red is at the other end. Um, the Democrats and the Republicans know it. They wouldn't have a green and a yellow party. It had to be reds and the blues. Right. So and and um, so this is how the iconic world it persists it's a world of waves 
you see, but now we're, we are in um, great decay because we are dying early. Mm. Um, when Tartaria was here, we were with resonance and cathedrals and all the lays that they had um, around the world and the grid, the magnetic grid. The resonance was, um, was helping humanity to live for thousands of years. So that was destroyed by the Jesuits when they started their uh, globe psyop called the Copernican Revolution. Look that up in Wikipedia. And, and they forced that the Jesuits went throughout all the lands, destroying the uh, stationary horizontal plane earth model that all the tribes and nations of the earth had and infiltrated all of the universities. They own all of the uh, telescopes around the world. They own all the universities, all the schoolings, all the 501c3 corporations, all the NGOs. It's all run by the Jesuits. They all run the global PSYOP, which is global warming, global agenda, global community, global religion, global governance, uh, global um, awareness, global community, and the list goes on and on and on based on a PSYOP, the globe. And so Flat Earth came in time to, and its sister, the ether, which is what I teach, electromagnetism. Well, really, it's not. It's um, dielectricity and magnetism is the ether. Electricity is not. That's plasma. Electricity is where plasma begins. Plasma comes from ether. So there are two fields or two ways of being, the subtle and the gross, the sublime and the inferior. And so the ether, that's why they got rid of the ether, because they want a plasma world where everything is... Um, Dense, right? Yep. That's what I've, I've learned yeah, because, of the, because of the flat earth model. And huh? And dense come, comes from Aden. Demon comes from Adem. Oh, interesting. Demonic, demigod. Um, Adam is a madam. Aiden is a maiden. Lad is a lady. Don is a donna. Adonna. Artemis, Tamas, mm. Dionysius, Aladdin, Dennis, Adonis, Adonai, Dominus. Domus, Adam, Atom, all is atom. So, <laughs> is this why? Is this why you're, you? Um, I, I saw a lot of interviews of you in the last five years or so of um, talking specifically around the laws. And is is that why you started talking about that? Because you started to recognize uh, the direction that things were going to where we're at now. You know the difference between maritime law with common law. Well, yeah, we'll see, see the, the labyrinth, lab, laboratory, lab is backwards for bowl, hyperbola. See, the labyrinth is, is a multi-leveled task decode uh, epic task that we must all unravel. And the labyrinth has many layers. So you have astrotheology, you have uh, ecclesiastical law. That's why the Bible is in all in all courtrooms because it is actually it's a, it's it's a place of ecclesiastical law. 
and then maritime, admiralty, contract, trust, um, uh, commercial, um, what are the, all the other, a common law, equity law, uh, I just can't think right yeah, now. Civil law, I mean, yeah, all, they, all layered upon it. They all stand, understand, they all stand under ecclesiastical law. So if to be a king and a priest, you must know your spirituality and you must know your sovereignty. You must know your rights. You must know who you are. You must know that you are a son of God. You are not a corporate fiction. You must walk on the waters as Jesus did, the maritime waters. You must not be walking in them and dealing in them and being part of Babylon the Great. You must get out of Babylon the Great before it is too late and do not share with her in her sins. Babylon the Great is based on the globe psyop. The globalists destroyed Tartaria. They gave us amnesia. They gave us dyslexia and Babylon. And they, they seated it in baby London, Babylon, London, and that's where the seat of the um, two-headed dragon, the Anglo-Saxon um, world power, which is a child of Rome, um, that's where it is seated in Babylon. So, yeah, it's about to be destroyed. The, uh, the Windsors, who are the Rothschilds, who are the Orsini, and the Orsini are the uh, Maxima family. They are the conquistadors, the, inquin the inquisitors, the inquisitors. They are the um, persecutors, and they are also the um, well. They're behind all of it. Uh, they're behind the strict uh, sea controls that we are under right now. They run all the orders through the military. That's why the military is behind all the vaccine programs, etc. You see, because uh, they run it. It's their corporation. It's their corpus. It's their dead body. And what, so, what would you say? What would you? I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. If you want to finish your thought. Nope. Uh, what would you say is? What's the goal here? You know, I've heard depopulation. I've heard. I've heard. Um, you know because you're aware of this because we we emit these these frequencies and these vibrations and these emotions um i've heard that it's 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 basically a huge louche event where they're they're absorbing louche which is your our energy our life force so what is what's why why have they been doing this for the last thousand years or so or whatever to get to this well, point well they are and who are they <laughs> They, who uh, they call themselves the elite and who uh, are eugenists and who uh, consider themselves to be of blue blood and of uh, Rex Dias bloodlines, Merovingian, Carlovingian, uh, Carabingian, um, and all of these uh, Colonna, Farnese, Borghese, Borgia, Conquistador families who have all the wealth. They, they literally stole it off Tartaria. And um, they are vampires, they are parasites, they are people traffickers, they are child molesters, rapists, murderers, adrenochrome addicts, 
they are bloodthirsty, they are bloodletters, their world wars are to, to um, uh, destroy humanity and make holocausts to the demon egregores that they've created. They are, they are satanic, Sabbatean, um, Judeo-Christian, Islamic, um, monotheistic uh, aberration. They are the Antichrist. They are the Cabal, Baal, Baal, Christo, Baal, Baal, Krishna. Um, diabolical. You see, this diabolical, dia means two. It's the world of red shift, blue shift. That's why the devil's always red and Krishna's always blue. Mm. Because it's diabolical. Bol, meaning pole, meaning to polarize, meaning to separate and sever into seven electromagnetic chakras, the electromagnetic magnetic spectrum. So bowl, polarize, gives you another set of words, subset of uh, these trinity words, uh, atum, taurus, and bull. And so you have now pulse, uh, plasma, uh, polarize, polarity, pollux, pollux and castor, the torus field, um, Cain and A bull, the bull that keeps turning up. Um, politics. Politics, police, police. red and blue siren, polarizing yeah. you. Yeah, from that word you get people, pull, another ending. Um, in the English language, which, which comes from the hyperbola. And you also get pal. Um, you get um, parents. Mm. Who, are your, who are your parents? Pe because R and L are interchangeable, uh, they are the pair now. You see, you've mm. got Taurusville has two, goes in an eight-shaped... Ouroboros, bor is bowl because R and L are interchangeable. So when you understand um, that it's an electromagnetic universe and, and that the letters are the main players, you see L is always there at the circle and R is always radiating, 18, the uh, 666, and, um, and, why, and G, why is G7? You see? God. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's interesting. Wow. Matria. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's funny because it's like, uh, uh, I've, you know, Christians, my whole family's Christian. And every time I bring that subject up, they get very triggered and, and almost act as if it's like another religion. And I'm like, nah, man, it's just math. <laughs> it's just, it's literal, it's actual science math. It's right there. It's, you, it's not a belief thing. But, but it is at the same time, right? Because you have to open your mind to allow that to even be a possibility. Yes. Wow. Um, so we're, we're nearing the hour here. So I want to kind of give you the last word. How, how do you see us moving forward with everything that's happening now? You know, I feel like after everything you've explained to me, it almost feels like they, they're panicking and trying to change language quickly. Uh, probably too quickly where it's becoming very obvious the changes and the, you know, the ideology that they're, they're trying to push. 
So now that we're entering this phase where they're, they're, you know, this is like the, the end goal right here, which is to create mandates of these, you know, what's, how do you see us moving forward as a humanity? Are we continuing on this path or do you see us actually breaking away and creating our own reality? Always, always, always as warriors of truth, always exposing the liars, expose the liars. The liars have been running the show. We have to stop them in their tracks. The truth must be told. More truth. Keep truthing. Is this, this, are you saying basically this is it? Do you feel like after your decades of research and and life that this feels like this is it? It's different than any other time in history? Um, this, this, when the, when this wave ends, when it reaches zero point, this is going to have so many harmonics attached to it. There are so many timelines that actually bounce right in to this Armageddon that we are in, this Gotadamarun. And what's going to happen is we are going to go into the middle of all friggin' zero points that have ever, 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 ever existed on every timeline ever in history. This is the one. This is the great awakening. This is when Christ returns or when Meshach returns or uh, Mavadi or... Um, I love what you just said. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cover, but I, I because we're nearing the end here, but it reminded me of... You know, um, uh, what's it? What's it called? There's this technology that has been suppressed, where it, you could see into the past and you can see into the future. And some say that it was ancient technology. Some others say that it was just a supercomputer that could calculate cause and effect and see. You know, if you put in all the inputs, it, it could play out those cause and effects and, and give you the futures, the potential futures. But what I heard was that. It, um, it, this was like, I saw an interview from back like 2012 that they kept doing this and it would always end right here, right now. That means that it couldn't go past this point where we're at now. So what you're saying really resonates. It really is like, we're at a point where any future is possible. It's a matter of like, how much do we want it? That's what it feels like. You are going to receive the power that you are worthy to receive. You are not worthy. If you have been telling lies, like some people have uh, been exposing recently, you will not have much power when that day comes. But we will all eventually have our powers restored. And that is what they fear. That is what they fear the awakening. Look how awakened the themes that we've discussed. This is unheard of. You know, it's, um, we're, we're we've actually entered into a higher realm of knowledge and consciousness to understand these things and to contemplate them and talk about them. And so this shows that we are being elevated. Something is pushing us. The Christ conscious Christ has returned. I love it. I got goosebumps when you said that I I do. I feel like we're all stepping into that power and whatever your practice every day, that's what you're going to get more of. Thank you, Santos. You are the man, like so much wisdom and knowledge. I'm just like, I'm going to have to rewatch this again, which I will because I have to edit it. But wow, thank you so much for this. My pleasure, brother. Anytime, uh, Otto, it's my pleasure. Uh, so just send me over MP4 when, when you're done and I'll put it on my channel as well and then and give me a link to yours and I'll put it in the description. And um, 
See you absolutely. on the next one. Yes. Thank you. I, absolutely. We're definitely going to do a part two because I have like five more questions. I was like, oh, but we're next time. We're going to get it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, brother. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.